Hello and welcome to the 74th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. I'm Sam Clark and with me as always, the early morning to my flight, Brandon Grove. It's all about you, huh? You're trying to bring, <laughs> make it about yourself. No, you no, let's said, hear why trying... do you have an early flight? No, also, you almost said you're trying to brag. I'm not bragging about my uh, my poor scheduling, Brandon. This is more of an indictment on myself than anything else. So you got another wedding. This is every week. This is It's honestly a running gag at this point. You got a wedding. Not a bachelor party. A, it's a wedding. Not a bachelor time. party. It's a wedding. If I had a dollar for every time I told somebody I was going out of town Dude. again this weekend and they said, again, I'd have at least $7, Brandon. I, this is the last one, right? This is the last until the holidays for wedding Yeah, bachelor until party. the holidays, which are in 10 weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm leaving again in two months. It's unbelievable, and, man. And uh, do you have any future weddings or bachelor parties going into 2023 lined up? 2023 is completely blank. Blank. Completely blank slate, baby. So I'm, I'm hoping we can use this as an, uh, as an opportunity for solo travel. So so nice. girlfriend and I can just go on a vacation ourselves because we just have not been able to do that for the last two years because yeah. we've been spoken wedding. for, it feels like. Yes, exactly. Wedding. You know what's funny? You're going to go to hotels and there's going to be weddings happening on the premises of where you guys go and they're going to be like we gonna, need an extra i don't know we need someone to fill a seat uh, we need another couple to yes. show up to the wedding please sit down sit we down. don't have a lot of friends can you be uh, can you be groomsman and bridesmaid you already know this brandon but i uh i was not thinking with my right brain i instead was thinking with my wallet and booked a flight for 7 a.m tomorrow which means i have an uber picking me up to take me to LaGuardia at 4.30 in the morning, which I think is setting a record for the earliest flight I've ever taken. Horrifying. Ugh. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Taken that, that early oh, flight? Oh, yeah. I've done... I've done. Uh, actually, I had one... The first year I lived in LA, the first time I went back to visit my folks, I was... I had my suitcase at like a 5... Probably like a 5 a.m. It wasn't a 4.30. It was probably like a 5 a.m. Okay. And I had my suitcase and I was walking down the stairs in my apartment and I somehow lost my balance and I just landed on full pressure on my ankle like the last step oh and the luggage God. like fell and i was like oh yeah my ankle's broken 100 percent." but i had like the uber downstairs so i was like i gotta continue because it wasn't was like it actually broken it was, was not it broken, broken but i went okay. i got to the okay. airport and it hurt it just hurt on the side and i was like i can't yeah. put pressure on it um I, I go i get advil from the hudson news probably that's okay normally the hudson <laughs> yeah, news uh get some advil uh I get home. My dad knows a, a foot, a foot bone doctor, probably an orthopedic doctor. I think I'd imagine he knows a guy. Um, no, no fracture, no break. I was fine, but it hurt right. for a long time. And I, and I, and sometimes I do have phantom pains in my, in my little ankle, but, uh, that's my that's my early morning yeah, flight. Yeah, I just I I don't think I've done this. I I think we might have talked about this on the podcast or not. But when I left Vegas, it was a 10 p.m. flight, so it was the other other side of the red mm -hmm. eye. So I got in at 6 a.m. But I left at 10 p.m. So you know the the leaving part wasn't the bad part. It was the getting home part that was. I say the I I say I take I'll take a morning flight early morning flight over a uh, red eye. Why? What's your logic? I can't sleep on the plane. So like it'll ruin uh, my whole next day where you can sort of recalibrate if you get in early, depending on the event or the activity, maybe you can nap and you're back on track. Yes. When I, yeah. when I flew to New York, when I was staying at your place, uh, we had, um, we had a, a red eye. I maybe got 
two hours sleep, but I was like, oh, my oh. mind was awake the whole time. So I was like, and then at like 5 p.m., I was like, am I going to pass out? Like, I didn't know. So I fell asleep <laughs> on your couch for a couple hours and I managed to survive. But uh, naps are the key, dude. Naps are the I'm key. I'm not a nap. I, uh, I'm not a nap man. So, oh, I nap. I think I nap every single day. Mm. I think I nap almost every single day. We have a, a, a wellness room at our, at our office, which is just kind of a place to go relax. And sure. I'd say, I, I take a nap there semi regularly, not too often, wow. but you know. Okay. Are other people napping when you go in there ever? Uh, no, you can lock the door or like oh, wow. s- like fill out a timesheet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not bustling. I'll say that. It's do not people, a very popular. Do you think people place, go in there so. just to fart sometimes? <laughs> you think they just go in there if, let one if they can't hold leave? the fart to the bathroom? Do they if they're and they're closer <laughs> to the wellness room? Do they do it? Would that? be an inconvenience for them, so they'd be waddling, you know, like like down a corridor sure. in order to get to the in, sure. in order to get to the wellness mm-hmm. room. But I guess that's not off the table. And now you're giving me a good idea. Even so next time I'm about and to, if you're waddling, and, they're going to think you're doing a Jalen waddle. Oh, we're we're talking so, football, we're talking baby. Football. We're talking football. I uh, I'm, I'm a devastated Dolphins fan right now, Brandon. I I, I think I talked to you through texts already. About oh yes, the, I know. The, I because we're in the fantasy football league. Uh, I've, I, I know what's going on in the football world yes. and the Dolphins You're in world. a group chat now. I'm You're in a group, group chat. chat yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's brutal. I can't, there's not like a, there's not a comparison to a baseball injury. I guess the, the closest thing would be like pitchers getting hit with, uh, with balls back to the face mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's like the most brutal thing that can happen in this sport happens. Sure. Um, and I was at a Dolphins bar. I convinced all of my friends, it was a Thursday night game to come out with me to watch the Dolphins. We're at this place called Slattery's in Midtown. It's like three blocks away from the Empire State Building. Um, I've got a friend who doesn't care about football at all. I've got uh, their boyfriend who's like into football, but not a huge football guy. Uh, A friend of the pod, Christopher's there. Uh, Another coworker whose name I had to bleep out from the podcast last week, and I will not make that mistake again, was also there. Um, And it was just devastating. It was the closest... It was the closest I felt to being in a college bar at the same time because there was like a bunch of 20-something Dolphins fans and a bunch of like crusty old dudes that were just kind of like around in yeah. the vicinity of It was of your everybody. past and your future was there. <laughs> yes, I, I had the, the Christmas, not the Christmas story, what's the, a Christmas Carol yes. version of a Dolphins a fan. A Dolphins there. Carol. Yes, I saw a Dolphins Carol, my past, my present, and my future. Um, and, uh, and then, obviously, the awful two injury happened, and uh, the wind was taken out of our sails, to say the least. But the weirdest part was that there were a handful of, like, bro Dolphins fans who just were able to immediately wipe it from their, their memory and continue rooting for the team. And I was over there just being like, you know, you develop parasocial relationships with these players, and, and I just was unable to kind of, like remove myself from obviously the catastrophic injury that Tua suffered uh, and able to focus on the focus on the thing. And it was, it was, it was brutal, man. It was awful. I think, I think you had the normal reaction to it. Cause also it's like, you're an empathetic human. So I think you also were like, Oh wow, this is pretty devastating. It's like, is he going to play again? Is he gonna have a normal life again? <laughs> I know that was the thing. It's like, who knows whether or not he had a concussion the week before I, I test says yes. Medical doctors say no. It's NFL medical doctors, so you know, take a take a grain of salt with anything they say. Um, but that was like one of the more brutal injuries, and I and I truly can't compare it to a baseball thing other than you know a pitcher getting smacked yeah. with a with a baseball. Sure, so yeah. um, we're on to next week, Brandon. We have the Jets. We got the Jets this weekend at Sunday. I come in at one thirty on Sunday, and another aspect of my poor planning uh, flights for this wedding, I fly out at eleven a.m. the day after the wedding. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm stupid on the, on the departure and I'm stupid sick, on the, uh, the arrival. Man. Yeah. What about you, dude? What have you been up to? Well, speaking of, uh, we're talking about fantasy and football. 
Uh, I'll pivot it to the topic of our our podcast. I did please, win my please. fantasy baseball league, not the one that you and I are in, but the ESPN oh, league that I'm in with some people. I won, and the way this league works is you, the second place uh, person will buy you a jersey of a player on your roster. Oh, dude, that's yeah. a great... But, wait, we did this. We were supposed to do this for last year. Yeah, I don't league, think anyone did we, it though last year. I don't think, any, I don't think, I don't think anybody got it. a jersey, yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, so I think they probably will pick like the scrubbiest player on my team. Okay. And uh, I'll run down. I have a lot of NLEs people, so I'll, I'll focus on those. Please, have, please. I have Real Muto. I have Schwarber. It's only a National League podcast, or um, oh, Fantasy oh, League, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Real Muto, Schwarber, Austin Riley, McNeil, Nimmo, Segura, uh, Aguilar, Jesus Sanchez, JJ Blade. I had Soler. He was on the IL. Dude. McGill, oh my God. Scherzer, Nola, Bassett. Spencer Strider's on the IL. So that's that's my National League East. I have a few other you National League players. You lead into the East, I did because I knew and them. You, and my big yeah, pickup true. was Strider and Nico Horner. Huge. I got huge. because they had huge years and they were uh, free agents. But uh, I have a guy who's on the Padres who I have a feeling, Uh-oh. I have a gut feeling that's the guy I'm going to probably get stuck with. A uh, jersey of Nick Martinez. You know Nick Martinez? No clue who Nick Martinez is. I think he started a few games for him. I think he was in the bullpen for the most part. Uh, okay. Four and four record, eight saves, ninety five Ks, three three four seven ERA, one point two nine WHIP. He had a fine year for it seems like. I don't know if we'll see him in the in the Mets Padres wild card series, but I have a feeling I'm going to be rocking a Nick Martinez Padres jersey. Oh my god, dude! I feel bad for you. I, so wait, you don't get to pick the jersey? If you no, win? I think the second place person gets to pick who it is. Oh, what a trolling event, my friend! Yeah, uh, what a trolling event! It's a troll I, it's... league for sure. I was hoping that like you would be able to pick, and then you could have uh, picked a Marlins jersey for our bet Dude. next year <laughs> when uh, you have to wear a Marlins jersey. Because as 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 the people know, we made a bet last week where you bet that the Braves would win the series, I bet the Mets would win the series. So now I have to I have to pay up. I got to wear my Seinfeld Mets jersey somewhere around New York City. Yes. Up in uh, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was too devastated yeah. by that sweep that I didn't remember that. Okay, that's good at least. Hey, listen, you, you won something, and that something is me humiliating myself. Yes. So uh, not for nothing. I need pictures. I need, I, need, uh, I need someone to follow you around. But yeah, hey, if, if someone gets me a Jesus Sanchez, J.J. Blade, okay. or Jorge Soler jersey, or even an Aguilar one, I'll send it to you. Hey, oh, you'll send it to me? Yeah, I, I don't need it. I'm not going to wear I'm not gonna wear J.J. Blade Marlins jersey. How many of those dudes do you think are on the Marlins in two years? <laughs> um... Because uh, JJ Blade, maybe he should be, if not just for the investment. Like, yeah, uh, I think he should like be. Jesus Sanchez, Soler, probably not. Aguilar's already well, gone. Sanchez, Sanchez came back up and was and was uh, batting pretty well after he yeah. got hot in AAA again. They brought him back up. Maybe he's just a streaky guy. Maybe he's you know, a, streaky he just guy. Be a streaky guy. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'll let you know if I get the fish jersey. I'll send it your exciting. way. Exciting, exciting, Brandon. Are you, we'll get to how you're feeling, but just uh, one to ten confidence level. Where are you at? With the Mets playoff chances, yeah, with the with the Mets playoff chances, uh, I feel five, man. I'm just right in the middle. I don't know. Right I'm nervous middle. though. I'm nervous. I'll tell I you don't what. Know how I your was... New York, uh, your fans in in the city that are Mets fans. I don't know how they're doing, but I'm a five. My, uh, my bleeped out uh, coworker friend is in shambles. He's absolutely in fan? shambles. Big Mets fan, uh, big Tottenham Hotspurs fan, Brandon, for the other kind of football. Uh, both had really bad losses over the weekend, and he was in rough shape when I saw him on Tuesday. Is I, I just found out this recently. This is going to be a little tangent. We'll be quick on this. I please, found out please. that 
Tottenham is apparently the Jewish soccer team or something because apparently you're asking a... the wrong guy man okay <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy i know that they're rivals with arsenal and i know that's why uh said co-worker friend was upset was because they lost their big rivalry match um Devastating. that's about as far as i know there might be a man with the last name kane on the team uh you've, yeah you've I, got I got too could, far i i could maybe name like five premier league players right now i my my soccer knowledge is really in the drain you never had soccer knowledge, though, so I guess I look like a freaking genius next to you. Uh, Megan Rapone. Oh, okay. Yeah, name? that's a that's a soccer player. I don't know. <laughs> um, what about a what do you know? An Erling Holland is that a name that sounds familiar? Pele, David Beckham. That's as far as I got, baby. Oh, you're you're, you're in the dredges. This is like when I talked to you about football and you're naming like no, Jason football, Taylor. I'm a lot better than than the football. You know, than the football. Yes, than the football. Brandon, we're not a football podcast though. We are a baseball podcast, and uh, we got about as good of a week as we could have asked. Uh, for our podcast specifically. And we got a lot to cover uh, this week as we go. We got three NL East teams in the playoffs. We have the Phillies at Cardinals, the Padres at Mets, and the Braves versus the winner of the Phillies card series. Um, We have to take a look at the overall playoff picture as well. We'll talk who we got. We'll talk upsets. We'll talk all of that jazz. We have our normal segments, Feast or Famine, DeGrama to Week, Feast Fan Questions, and Upcoming Schedules. Brandon, but before we get to that, we got some ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. That's spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back, Brandon. Oh, boy. What a week in the NL East it was, my friend. I don't even know where to start. Was this the most disappointing baseball week in recent memory for you? Um. Yes, but also I have to, like, temper, I have to temper it because... They won 101 games, the second most yes. for the season, the second most in Mets history, in their 60-year history. They tied with the Braves for first, and then in, in a previous year, they would have had a one-game playoff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it freaking sucked. Especially, it sucks when you're when you're going when you have Scherzer, Degrom, and Bassett on the bump, and also the Braves pitchers like weren't that great. Like their starting pitching wasn't amazing. Like the Mets probably yeah. could have taken advantage if they had anyone hitting having an extra base hit aside from does Jeff this, McNeil. Does this change your mind about the the one game decider? You know what I'm talking about? The one the, game the, playoff if you're tied. The one game playoff thing, yeah. Yes and no, but also I look at it and you go, okay, well why do we play head to head games then? You know what I'm saying? There yeah. it adds a no, little it adds a little layer of importance to these inner division series. Yes. So yeah. I mean at the end of the day it's like the Braves were incredible. The only thing I was, won't stand for is when people say the Mets collapse because I don't think they collapse. I don't think, you this think is a they collapse. put up a, a good fight. They won 101 games. You can't collapse if you won 101. So this games. was this was my whole thing when I, when we were talking about this last week. I was like, no matter how this goes, this season was impressive, and you're still in the playoffs. Yes. Yet if you if you uh, if you take the temperature of any Mets fan right now, they're devastated, and it feels like we've talked about how important these hot and cold streaks are in baseball. It feels like the Mets are in the midst of a cold streak, despite the fact. 
that they beat up on the Nationals, but it didn't matter because the Braves beat up on the on the Marlins when the one, the one game, game mattered. Yeah. yeah. Um and and it's it's like sucked the confidence out of Mets fans. And now we have these rumors that DeGrom might skip the entire entire wildcard uh series to go right into the division series, and that seems like a bad idea. What are what are your uh what's your take on that? Yeah, so I mean right now, so they have game one, Scherzer versus Darvish. Game two, kind of up in the air. There's been some rumors that if the Mets win game one, they go bass at game two, try to win it in two. DeGrom yeah. gets uh, game one, or worst case scenario, the the must win on Sunday. Um, DeGrom goes. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the strategy, but also it's like just at this point, the playoffs, like just survive. Like win. Yes. You just win. One and then game at a time. If one you have Chris Bassett and Taiwan Walker starting in LA, so be it. I mean, that's the, yeah. the hand you were dealt. You know, what are you going to do? And maybe Scherzer Fingers can crossed. even do game two, and then you're in better Short shape. Short rest kind of thing. Short um, rest kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not devastated. I'm upset. And if the Mets get trounced and they, they have an early exit, it's going to feel extremely disappointing because they won 101 games. Um, yeah. And I'm worried about the Padres. Padres have good pitching. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. right now it's Darvish versus Scherzer. I think Darvish had like a .29 ear against the Mets in the two starts he had oh this, this season. What a statistic. Like the Mets cannot hit this man. Um, yeah. And then it's going to be some combo of Snell and Musgrove, Musgrove um, and DeGrom and Bassett. So, I mean, do the, the Padres have do, not been great, but also those three pitchers have been great, especially recently. Yeah. Uh, do the Mets always have trouble with those like slower throwing – uh, breaking pitchers, or is Darvish just the exception to the rule? That's a good question. I'm trying to think of like ones that are similar to Darvish. I don't know. Uh, Chris Bass uh, is kind of similar to him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I don't know what it is about Darvish that it's normally lefties that have given Mets the fits uh, this year. But yeah, Darvish for some reason. But also, keep in mind, Darvish faced a Mets team that had J.D. Davis. I think yes. Nick Plummer started a game. Um, Patrick Mazika may have caught a game. So it's like a, also a different Mets team, especially if Marte's back. It's like they're going to be way yeah. more powerful than when they faced. And, and all, all signs point so. that you should have Marte at some point in the series, right? I know that they were saying that he's able to grip things, which in yes. baseball is important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think tomorrow we find out when this podcast is released, we'll find out. But it seems. It seemed positive today for the first time all month. So I don't yeah. want them to force him back. Like, worst case, like, hold on. Hope you're in the NLDS. Bring him to L.A. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm... Yes, I am a five right now. If the Mets lose game one, I'm going to be very worried. Are you... What's... what's? I know we'll get to predictions later in the show, but uh, you're at a five out of ten. Gun to your head. Do you think they take the series? I'm going to say yes, because... Okay. The Padres have not been that great. And yes. I know they have Juan Soto, and I think he's picked up a bit in September. Josh Bell has been disappointing, but he can still hit a homer every now and then. Drury's Machado. been kind of disappointing. Machado's obviously a monster. He's the guy you got to watch out for with no Tatis there. Um, but I think the Mets have, even though their offense has struggled, I think position by position, the Mets have a leg up in my opinion. Yeah. On paper, it's not really close, honestly. Your paper, lineup is much more complete than, yes. than their lineup is. But, yes. it, you know, that hasn't always been... Uh, hasn't been the case. It doesn't and, matter. And also, I mean, the the worrisome thing is Max, DeGrom, and Bassett were kind of bad in Atlanta. I know Atlanta's a home yeah. run hitting team, and they all gave up bombs. But... Yeah. Swans, Swansby went yard on all Swansby Swanson went 
Absolutely. He I went know. off. Blonsby Blonson, baby. He went off, and that's and I felt that was karma for us making fun of his name. Yeah. Um oh. but uh but yeah, I mean that's what's worrisome to me is because if Darvish, Musgrove, and Snell pitch like they've pitched recently and mm-hmm. and uh pitched for the whole year really, and if Scherzer and DeGrom and Bassett pitch any anywhere near how they pitched in Atlanta <laughs> and it's funny because Degrom really didn't pitch poorly. He gave up three runs, no. but they were all they were all on homers, but no walks in eleven K. So it's like he was just a Swanson no- one run homer, right? Yeah, he was just a normal yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. So, okay. uh, but yeah, that's what's worrisome to me is because if they shut down the Mets' offense, I mean that's you know that's that's ball game because that's Mets are living and dying by that right now. If they if the offense totally goes quiet and it's like they're not going to make it far in the playoffs. Yeah. Are you feeling good about the offense right now? I mean, if you look at the season as a whole, obviously we'll get to Jeff McNeil later in one of our uh, reoccurring segments. But Pete Alonzo with the RBI record for any New York Met previously. Lindor's hitting uh, homers into dogs' mouths over there in uh, left field. Uh, are you are you confident in the offense moving forward? Or, or well, it was nice that they that? did tee off on the Nationals pitching, but it's the Nationals pitching. You know, Eric Fetty isn't yes. isn't you Darvish really. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad that they got the monkey off their back in that. In that way, but that no, regard, I'm yeah. worried because they're going to be pit- facing strong pitching and their offense has been hot and cold as a whole. Um, so, you know what? I'm a seven, all right? I said I was a five earlier. I'm a let's, seven, well, I guess. Talk the more we up. talk and about also, it. You're forgetting this is a home series. That's got to be a huge advantage. That's an advantage. Well. I know. Who sure. was it the other day that said that playing in City Field was like playing in a nightclub? They didn't say who that was, but it was like the, the athletic. A Mets too. player? No, it wasn't a Mets player. It was an away player. But they didn't say oh. who it was. It was anonymous. Oh, um, they must have been on the the the, the trumpet night. <laughs> yes, must have been the trumpet was? night yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I mean I think that is an advantage, but also the Mets have never won a series at City Field. You know that a playoff series ever? Seriously, never. That's a that's a a damning statistic. Brandon. Yeah, because in 2015 <laughs> they won everything away. Oh my God! Wild, yeah. wild, wild, wild. Um, I'll I'll give you my two cents. Yes, please. And I've only had confidence for the Mets as far as we've been weighing in on these potential playoff series and potential uh, division titles and all of that jazz. Um, I'm remaining confident. I don't see how the Mets lose to this Padres team. The U Darvish statistic is upsetting, worrisome if you're a Mets fan. Um, but you have to have confidence in the lineup as a whole. You're a much more uh, complete lineup. Um, and and I just I would be truly shocked. It's it also feels weird because maybe it's this podcast, but we've been talking about how good the Mets have been. Feels like every episode we let off is the Mets are red hot again. The Mets are red hot again for four months. It would be it would qualify as a meltdown if you guys lose, right? It, it qualifies as uh, as as bad as it gets. See, the 101 wins makes it, like, not a meltdown, you know? Yeah. You can't meltdown then, but it's, like, it's just extre- extremely disappointing if they have an early exit in the playoffs. Yeah. Who just, do you want to face if, if you uh, if you uh, make it to the, the CS? Who do you think that the Mets uh, stand the best chance against? Stand the best ch- chance against, I would say, probably the Phillies or the Cardinals, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, you don't want to go against this Braves team that but just don't you kind of? <laughs> I think you kind of want to go against the Braves team just... Because if they beat them, it's over. It doesn't matter. It's over. Like, even if the Mets lose the World Series, it's over for them, for the Braves talking shit and talking about the Mets, you know, being in first for 185 days and then being first for eight days or whatever it was. Uh, Yeah, it's over then. So I think you want to face the Braves and you want to have a, you know, a game seven NLCS against the Braves. 
I selfishly want the Mets to win because I, like I said, I'm going out of town this weekend and I wanted to go to a Mets playoff game and I didn't realize that it would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The three days I would be unavailable yeah. to go to a, a baseball game were the three that they'd be playing. Um, yeah, let's lock it in. Let's let's give predictions. We'll get to the playoff uh, picture as a whole, but but let's get your uh, let's get your prediction. What do you think? How many games? Who wins the series for the Mets Padres? Mets Padres. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say from my heart. I'm going to say the Mets are going to take this in two. I'm going to say Friday, Saturday, the offense has a spark. They're in the playoffs. The Mets fans are are, uh, are coming are, out. Are coming out. They're they're getting everyone. The juice is flowing. Um, I don't. I, I think if they can hold on to the Padres bullpen, I think the Mets can make some noise. Especially um, you take Edwin Diaz over Josh Hader any day, especially Josh Hader this year. Uh, I say the Mets take it in two. Saturday they go home happy. They come out here to L.A. on Tuesday to face the Dodgers. That. I don't know about that, but I'll, would you? But they are will, you going to go if they if they make it out to L.A.? I don't know. I don't. I, you got to go. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's holding you back? What's well, like the seats I'm going to get are not going to be as good as a television. As good as what I would see on TV. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But like but, may, but maybe atmosphere, maybe dude. if this is a game five scenario and they're back in L.A. and I was like, well, I can see the Mets win the division. Yeah. Then maybe I do have a yeah. friend who's got club seats. He met a guy. Playing golf apparently, and he's got. Do I know this guy? Uh, you know of him. You know of okay, him, but you don't okay. know him personally. Um, he's he met a guy playing golf who apparently has club seats at Dodger Stadium. He's going to NLDS game one, so it could be against the Mets. He could could be oh seeing him. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, my prediction, Brandon. Yeah, please. Mets win game one with Scherzer. Mets lose game two, you, and game three they win. So you think Bassett's game two? And you think Degrom? I think yeah. In? I think Degrom comes back. Emergency start. Uh, we'll worry about the Dodgers when we get to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it, I think it's a nail biter, but I think y'all pull it off. Okay, I like it. I think you pull it off. Yeah, like listen, uh, don't take my word for it. I have not been very good at. Uh, I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not predicting anything as far yeah, as yeah. You last fucked few weeks up gone, when the so. Mets played the Braves. That's why I don't <laughs> I like know. this. I was hoping you were going to say the Padres were going to win. Where do you want me to go uh, with my uh, Seinfeld jersey? Do you have a, a, a like a place in New York City specifically you want to see my dumb ass at or? Uh, anywhere, I anywhere mean, counts. Definitely Times Square. I want you to go to Times oh, Square because you would never you go there. That. I did not want you to say that. That is the worst. You remember when Andrew Yang said that uh, Times Square stop was his favorite yes. uh, New York City and everyone ripped train it stop into shreds. Yeah, because it's the worst yeah, fucking the worst place, place to go in, in New York City. Nobody um, wants to go there. Um, yeah, no. I, I want I, you to bring your guitar in your uh, Mets shirt um, to uh, the Port Authority. Guitar? Wait a second. Yeah, no, this no, no I'm adding to this. And you're going you're gonna, to uh, busk a bit. Bring okay. Danny. All right. Uh, you'll, oh, okay. you'll, you'll busk a bit, get him a Mets shirt, and you'll just do um, emo renditions of Meet the Mets. Okay. All right. I'll, uh, right? That's a humongous ask. I'll see what I can okay. do. I was going to say I'll wear my, uh, my Seinfeld jersey to One World Trade Center because that's walking distance from where I work. Um, without doxing myself too much, sure. but, uh, but I, everybody knows I work, uh, vaguely in the legal system, which is one world trade is close to the courthouse. So, um, that's what I was planning on doing. But if you make me drag my, but are you just putting it on Square, and then going back to work and taking it off? I was thinking I would make a little video. Okay. Like a little, Oh no, I lost the bet. Brandon's right. Video. We'd post it on social media and call it a day. Okay. I'll take is this it. Our TikTok, is this our TikTok that, uh, brings us back onto TikTok? This is our TikTok. We're going to be TikTok this, people, people, especially if next week, if we if we come back and the Mets and Phillies are eliminated from the wild card, we're going to be full TikTok mode. 
Yeah, we're going to be doing dances, dances. Brandon. We're going to do uh, hot chip challenges. We're going to be doing everything. I got bad news for you, buddy. What? Uh, we've been locked out of our TikTok account because we hadn't signed on in too long. That's so. what they do? Yeah, they said that uh, you had to re-sign in. I didn't have the time to try to remember what wow. dumb password we came up with. Uh, so we're locked out of our TikTok, much like we're Well, now it's time to our... reinvent ourselves. Ooh, yeah. We're, what do you want to do? You uh, want to do sketches? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should be... Uh, uh, Christian mom TikTok and just be Ooh, like, yeah. you got to get Brantley, you got to get Brantley a new <laughs> beanie for that's like your little son. He's yeah, like, you got to check get, out this new yes. live, laugh, love sign I got from my I, kitchen. I found this Etsy store that's craft based, and we got we got him a little <laughs> beanie. It's got a little cross on the inside. Look, it's, this Christian bookstore is the nicest place the, I've ever been. Nicest, and they're good, God fearing people here. <laughs> they made me drink red wine the moment I walked in. I think we just call um, it Christian moms, but it's just you and I. Like okay. we don't dress up or anything. It's just you and I, no. just in our normal yes. our normal outfits, yes. doing doing some bullshit. Um, okay, well the Phillies at uh, Cardinals, Brandon. If we're continuing down this NL East predictions, mm-hmm. we got Phillies at Cardinals, Wheeler versus Quintana in Game One. What's your heart tell you about that? Hmm. I mean, he, you know what's tough. I think the only the Phillies obviously they they broke their playoff drought. Congratulations to yeah. them. First time in, since twenty eleven. Shout out Phillies. Shout um, out Phillies. Wheeler has never been in a playoff atmosphere oh, before. Interesting. Because take. in twenty fifteen, really on the Mets, he was out for Tommy John surgery. Yeah. And the Mets notoriously yeah. um, were going to make him buy tickets to watch the game. Uh, old ownership. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a true story. Um, <laughs> In 2016, the Mets just made it to the wild card game. He didn't start. So Wheeler, I think the closest thing was probably last year when the Phillies went to Atlanta, and I think the okay. Braves swept them in Atlanta. I think that was probably the closest thing. I don't even. Rem- I assume he started in that series. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, that's a close thing. So this is his first foray. St. Louis fans, pretty diehard. They're not as rowdy as Mets fans, but pretty freaking diehard, and they're going to be sold out there. Uh, I like the Cardinals in game one. Wow. You like the Cardinals. I think... I think I'm going to go opposite of what I said previously. I think we go Cardinals lose game one at home. Okay. Now, the, w- the way we talked about the how complete the Mets roster is, obviously the Cardinals uh, don't have the level of high-quality talent that the Mets do, but I feel like they've got most positions filled by a more than competent person. Specifically, obviously, first base, third base, Goldschmidt was NL MVP front runner for a very long time. It was battling Jeff McNeil in the and top Freeman, three for yeah. the, the batting average and Freddie Freeman. Yeah. What was it was uh, Freddie Freeman had to go six for six in the final game to steal that. From, I think uh, so. Jeff yeah. McNeil. Something crazy like that. Um, I'm worried about the completeness of this Phillies team in the same way that I'm worried or this uh, this Cardinals team in the same way that I'm worried about uh, the 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 Padres not having that same level of completeness. Um, what are the chances that we get a, an all time Philadelphia bullpen meltdown in one of these games? Alvarado's been filthy for them. Yeah, that's one inning. But uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, it's certainly possible because once again, none of these guys except David Robertson have been in this spot before. Yeah, right. So you think that? Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. So you're you're saying lack of experience in these playoff uh, atmospheres is gonna is gonna do the Phillies bad? Yeah. I mean, obviously they have great leaders on the team like Harper and Schwab and. Uh, uh, and Castellanos and Real Muto. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm concerned with. And I, so I think, I think the, the Cardinals take game one. I think Nola pitches a gem like he did in the Astros, almost through a perfect game or into the seventh mm-hmm. inning with it. I think Nola pitches mm-hmm. a gem. 
and the Phillies take game two. I don't, we don't know who's pitching against Ranger Suarez in, in a possible game three. Um, I assume Montgomery? Probably Montgomery, yeah. I, I bet. That sounds right. Um, that sounds right. I think the Cardinals take game three in St. Louis. I think the Cardinals win in three. You think they win in three? Okay. I yeah. think I think they also win in three, but they lose game one and then they win two and three. What do you do you have a, oh, a, a game little comeback. specific yeah. prediction? Yeah, a little comeback. Yeah. Okay. I like this. Are we gonna bet? Do, should get I get a Cardinals jersey? Consensus? <laughs> consensus opinion. What happens when we lose this bet, Brandon? Do we both have to do something stupid? Am I gonna have to fly down to the arch in St. Louis and uh Oh no, not the arch, Brandon. Not the arch. You get not you go the to the arch. Liberty Bell? <laughs> I'll go to Liberty Bell. I'll uh, I'll I'll knock it with a little mallet, and I'll get uh, escorted out of the city of Philadelphia forever. Do you think like a cartoon? If you knocked it with a little mallet, the crack would just continue in it, and then it would totally. I have a I have a funny uh, Bell story actually. Please. Actually, liter- uh, Liberty Bell story. I went there uh, as a dumb nineteen year old on one of the the music things that I was doing when I was uh, dropping out of college, um, and. I tried to pose in front of the Liberty Bell, and I put up the devil horns, and I just stood <laughs> stoically next to it with the devil horns, and I got told that I was not allowed to take a picture next to the, next to the, next to the bell with the devil horns because it was disrespectful to the bell. No. Disrespectful Someone who to worked the there said that? Yes. They approached me and told me that I needed to move. That's Could funny because that I also, picture. like, I feel like this, isn't this, it's also like, uh, hello, right? Isn't this Hello. Am I wrong? Am I butchering this? Uh, no, I don't know. Ignore you me. Could be right. But I, also, you're, you're that's funny because were you guy. banging it? Were you going up and down with of it? Of course like, not. I was just standing to the side of it. I was on the right of the bell. The bell was to my left, and I didn't. I wasn't doing a goofy smile or yeah. anything. I just did fingers in the air, uh, like wow. I just didn't care. And they told me to to get out out of dodge. Do they you think you look there. like a ruffian? Then I assume you were touring. That's what you were saying. Uh, you know, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. I probably might have looked not great. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, have yeah. been a day or two since I had showered, so I maybe looked like a little, uh, a little, little sure. troublemaker. So but that's maybe why I, they knew. Because I was like, oh, this might mean something else to someone else. That was my point. Yes. You know? You think I was going like? But uh, they looked at you and they said, "This kid's banging his head to the devil." This kid's banging his head. Next, he's going to be banging the bell. We got to yes, get him out. We got to get him out of here. We don't. So know the picture does doing. not exist of you. The picture does exist. I will hunt it down. Of I think you it's on my flashing the devil sign. Of me flashing the devil. Oh, so you got it. You got the pick. I got it, and then they were like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here kind of thing. What What are you fucking doing? You can't do that hey, shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to try a Philly accent. That's all you I can't. It's just vague New York, and then you just go warder. You know, that's all yeah, I can do. Yeah, you say warder, warder and, and, and bagel and, and call wah, it a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll hunt down the photo. It's on my now-deleted Instagram, though. So gotcha. I no longer have an Instagram. So Reactivate it for the devil. Reactivate it, archive the photo, and then get out of Dodge, just like you I got did it. in Philadelphia. You got it. Um, all right, so final prediction. Sam says... Uh, St. Louis in three. Brandon I say says, St. Louis in three, but I say they win. St. Louis in three. One and three. You say they win two and three. St. Louis. So if you're if you're uh, the Phillies, you got to assume you're losing to the Braves, and if you're the Cards, you got to assume you're losing to the Braves, right? I guess, but also playoffs are crazy, man. Playoffs do be crazy, Brandon. Playoffs do be crazy. I'll, I was talking to a friend today, and he was saying. He was like, oh, Dodger, playoff Dodgers are different. And I'm like, yeah, what? They won one World Series in the joke year. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. They have not, not the Dodgers have not performed that great in in the latter part of of playoffs a few times. No, 100%. I um yeah, I I don't want to face this Dodgers team no, if I'm of course anybody not. in you the National not. League. Not a chance. You want to uh I guess ideally if you're the one of the Braves, Cardinals or Phillies, you hope that the Mets take down the Dodgers, right? Yeah, 100%. And then you have and then you like as a Braves fan know this Mets team like the back of your hand. Sure. 
But also, then, if you're coming in so hot, if the Padres or Mets are coming in so hot that they beat the Dodgers, you got to be a little worried about that. That's also true. Yeah, that's also true. You don't want that to happen. Um, yeah, I think that the the NLCS is going to be uh, a slugfest no matter what, right? Like, it's going to be two really good teams. All I'm saying against... is if the freaking NL and ALCS are Dodgers, Braves, Yankees, Astros, that is You're just... You're going to stop watching baseball. <laughs> but everyone should. You're turning that's it off. so annoying. It's like we want some fresh teams. Like, I want to see freaking... Uh, Julio Rodriguez in the ALCS. You know, I want to see okay, freaking uh, Shane McClanahan starting. You know what I mean? I, I got to see these these later teams, these uh, are other we teams talking, in there. Are we talking AL playoff predictions I'm right down. Now let's do our full bracket, baby. Okay. Well, let's right, finish let's our quick. NL, though, too. Let's finish the NL. So we got Cardinals against the Braves. Mets, Dodgers. We both agree Mets on, at on, Dodgers. The, on this. Yes. We're on the same yeah. page. So let's go Mets, Dodgers first. Let's, uh, let's rip the Band-Aid off for you. Mets, Dodgers. The Dodgers win. The Dodgers, the Dodgers and even win, though right? the Mets lost the series to the Padres, the season series to the Padres this year, and the Dodgers and the Mets won the season series against the Dodgers. Yes, uh, I just there's something about this Dodgers team good. that's just lethal, and they have the playoff experience over this Mets team that doesn't. So similar to to the situation in Philly that you I was. You know what I think it is about this Dodgers team is that it it never feel felt like they were trying really hard. Yeah. it felt like this was a coast and they were waiting for the playoffs. It's like a good basketball team. That's not afraid to rest their starters because they know the only thing that matters are the playoffs. And we didn't hear a lot coming out of L.A. There'd be like an occasional story about how good they were doing. But for the most part, they just kept grinding wins and grinding wins. And and nobody could get out of their way. And like that's intimidating. Like the fact that the Mets are celebrating every win. And this is a new thing to them. The Dodgers, this is this is the usual. This is like, this is the norm. This is the average. You don't want to go against a team with that much confidence you going into the And also the bring, in, bring in guys like freaking Tyler Anderson who all of a sudden is like an ace. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what are they doing over there? And also, I know they're the biggest argument against old-fashioned baseball in the sense of like, we appreciate batting average. Because Cody yes. Bellinger and Max Muncy are... Have Abysmal what are their batting average? Two hundred? Are they below two hundred? They might be even, below the Mendoza. They might be line. Below, yeah. below Joey Gallo. Like they might be below. You know, it doesn't matter if they hit dingers, Brandon. It doesn't matter if they hit dingers. So uh, I think the Mets advance against the Padres. I do think the it might be a game five situation. Uh, I do yes. think the Dodgers squeak out the Mets uh, for this one, just because right. their experience and, so, and the home run prowess of the Dodgers. So then we have Dodgers versus one of Cardinals or Braves. Oh, it's I'm the Braves. Braves. It's the Braves. You're right? taking Braves. I think the Braves You're might Braves. trounce them. I think it might be. A so now joke. on the NL side, we're at Brandon's worst case yes. scenario, which also is Dodgers, yours Braves. though. Like, am I wrong? <laughs> like, is that what you want? Uh, like as a, a Marlins fan, what do you want? Because you have no horse in this race, really. Uh, no, aside from, from, I'm not even looking at this from the... a Marlins. Uh, perspective. I'm looking at this from an NL East podcast host perspective, sure. and I want one NL East team to make it for content uh, at purposes. At least to the NLCS, yeah, for content purposes. But yes. what what do you what would you prefer? Like, is there a team AL or NL that you're like, I would I would love I think to it see. would be I think it would be a lot of fun to see this Padres team make a little bit of a run. What is wrong with it's you? Why are you doing this? What are you doing? I don't think it's going to happen, but. I, there's a lot of guys on that team I like. Yeah, no, King's you're not fun. wrong. And I, I told Machado's fun. Soto's fun. I know. I have a friend who's a Padres fan. I said I'm bummed that we're playing each other because I would have rooted for the Padres yeah. if the Mets were out. They're the Mar- uh, the Mariners of the NLE or the the NL division. Yeah, I think Mariners more exciting though. Yeah, but they have Julio Rodriguez. Is he back? What's his yeah. deal? He's fine, right? He is. I, he was injured for a second. I think he's back now. 
Okay. Well, Jesse Winker's out. Jesse Winker is confirmed out for like the foreseeable future, right? I think so. Disc okay. issue in his neck or something. Um, the audacity. So yeah, so it's Dodgers. It's Dodgers. Uh, Braves. Yes. For both of us, we both the, agree. Who wins that though? The Dodgers. Dodgers win. Is this like a Dodgers game seven win. situation? The Braves are better than they were last year. Yeah, they have Acuna back. They have Matt Olson and, and they have Michael Harris. Of Freddie Freeman. They have Michael Harris. They have Spencer Strider. They they are better than they were last year. So, but it doesn't matter because they're going up against the powerhouse of baseball. The people that have blank checks written. They make Steve Cohen look like yeah. a panhandler. It doesn't matter. They'll just yeah, I guess write checks to anybody. I guess maybe the thing is like Matt Olson has propensity to to go on cold streaks. Yes. Dansby has a true. chance to, to whiff a lot. I mean, this is yeah. like, you know, this is my new show. Like, they're great ball players. They're not going to do all this necessarily. And Olsen, Olsen's heating back up after a cold streak. So yes. this is not the kind of the side you want to see him yeah. on if you're going against him in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go to the AL, Brandon. All right. Um, so the first series we have is Tampa Bay, the sixth seed, at the Guardians, the third seed. Who do you take there? I'm thinking, if I'm gun to my head, uh, this is a homer pick. I want the Rays to make it. I got enough Rays fans in my life that I want to. I want to at least watch some important playoff baseball. Uh, I say no. I think the Rays have. They have a lot of injuries in it right now. Glasnow isn't stretched out. I think. Well, uh, he's going to be playing. He's pitching game. I two. know, but I don't think he's going long though. Probably four or five innings. Um, I think Cleveland. I like Cleveland. They're a fun team. Josh Naylor They're on, on fire right tick. now. Uh, yeah, Andres Josh Jimenez, former Marlin, former Met. Um, uh, Quantrill. No, nah, I like I like the I like the ooh, oh Cal Quantrill he, Guardians I like the Guardians. Brandon, I'm gonna have to cancel you. Dude. Oh, we can't no, do this podcast together dude. anymore. You're getting bleeped out. It's just gonna be me talking to a bleep the entire time. Um, all right, our first disagreement is that our first disagreement? first disagreement. So I have Indian. Oh my God, I have Guardians. <laughs> you have Rays. All right, Brandon. Moving along though, we have Seattle, Toronto, two fun young teams. With uh, two potential MVP future winners, is with Vladdy and uh, Vlad Julio? Julio. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a Mariners homer. You know, I'm gonna say it. I'm a Mariners homer, and I I, I like did. That. MLB.com has their little bracket that you fill out to win some money. Oh, I forgot to do that, dude. I had the Mariners going far. I like the Blue Jays a lot, but I'm going Mariners, dude. Are you saying uh, in the bracket specifically you're doing that because you know that that differentiates you from the popular vote? Or are you doing that because that's what you truly believe? That was partially my thought, but also I just like that team. The, I love their yeah. their bullpen. They have some. They have Gilbert and Kirby, and they have these young guys that I think it'll be a similar thing to what I'm talking about with the Phillies where it's like they don't have the experience, but this team really doesn't have the experience. They really don't. Yeah. But no, I was right. like, there's got to be one team. You know, it's, it's not a... March Madness, but there's got to be one team that makes some noise. So I'm going to say you're right. I'm going Mariners. I think I'm also going uh, going Mariners. Are you anticipating a three game series or a two game series in that? I think it's a three gamer. Has to. Be. I think it's three as well, right? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be three. So we have. I have Tampa, uh, New York Yankees. You have Cleveland. Cleveland, New York Yankees. Who do you take there? I'm going Cleveland again. I'm doubling down. I think Cleveland surprises <laughs> oh, no, the Yankees. Really? <laughs> Did you do this on the bracket too? No, I didn't. I just this, okay. I'm speaking from the heart right now. You're speaking from the heart. I love that. I'm going Yankees. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Judge got the monkey off his back. He hit the six, uh, 60 second. Yeah. Did you see the guy that caught that was like a billionaire yes, investor? Yes, I love that. <laughs> just so funny. The most, 
the most uh, baseball always represents America mm-hmm. in every given opportunity. Yes. And once again, it did the exact same thing. We have a billionaire running around with the most prized possession in baseball. Why does of the he have last... seats like that if he's a billionaire? Was he trying to catch the ball? Must have been, right? Of course. Yeah. He just is probably a, a baseball fan, probably a casual well, baseball fan in the Dallas area and just decided to buy the most expensive seats at the stadium and that happened to be uh, lower left field. And then he, you know, he lucked out. The, the best part about that was the dude that jumped down into the bullpen area below the left yeah. field uh, seats because he thought that the, the ball might fall down. Good strategy. On I paper, like that's it. good strategy. Yeah. yeah. You can't get mad at that guy if he's doing that. Um, so I have Yankees. You have Guardians going to the ALCS. Did I get that right? Let's go. Let's go, Cleveland. Okay. So then we have Astros, Seattle. Uh, Astros are a top three team in baseball. Yeah. Astros are going to beat Seattle. I was going to get yeah. wild, and I was like, I'm not going to get that wild. You Astros that. are going to so, win. So I have Astros, Yankees. Astros, uh, Cleveland. And you have Astros, Cleveland. So I'm predicting worst case scenario for Brandon here. Yes, you are. Right? You are. I'm, predi- I'm predicting You're going Astros, the easy Yankees. Way out. You got Duke and UNC here. Uh, I'm yeah, not playing that game. There were some upsets along the way. I took the Rays over the Guardians, and I took, the, uh, I took the Mariners over the Blue Jays. Um, who's going to beat this Astros team? Astros are taking the Yankees. Right, we're going Astros. Astros. Are, uh, it's yeah, it's Astros. So you want to? So you're saying Astros Dodgers World Series? I think it's Astros Dodgers again. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel good to predict though. It feels like we didn't go too. We didn't stray off the path well enough. We didn't. We didn't. We went UNC Duke again. We went chalk. We went chalk, yeah. and it hurts to do it. But listen, uh, we have reputations, Brandon. We okay? do. We have. We can't we have 50 be. I can't listeners. be picking Cleveland, Philadelphia, right for the World Series. <laughs> uh, that would be insane. Well, okay, let's do. This is a fun little experiment. Let's do craziest possibility for a World Series that you think isn't entirely improbable. Like, weirdest situation that you could talk yourself into. Okay. I think... Putting you on the spot here. I'm sure. sorry. No, you on no, the spot. no. I think it's possible that Kyle Schwarber goes off and has has a month of just bombs. He goes full... I talked about this last week. Full of Rosarena. Yes. Nola pitches like he can. Wheeler is not bothered by by the playoff uh-uh. atmosphere. He's got this. Suarez pitches like he's been pitching. Um, I think it's Phillies to the NLCS. Phillies, Phillies NLCS. Yeah, Phillies. I I, That's I, I the- could convince myself. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say World Series that one. Yeah, but I'll That's say already Phillies a- NLCS already a- is a possible possibility. If I'm looking at this, if we're taking pitching. People getting hot into account. I can see the Blue Jays making a little bit of a run here. Yeah. I'd love to see. I'd love to see the Mariners make it far. But as far as like improbable, but not entirely out of the question outcomes, this Blue Jays team has been building something special in Toronto for the last few years. Bobachet, Flatty. They got Matt Chapman this year. Springer. Springer. I mean, there's a lot over a lot going on over in Toronto that I think I could talk myself into. Um, on the National League side. I don't think these. I I I sound like a broken record here, but this. I think this Cardinals team could do something. I think this Cardinals team could do something. They got hot at the right time of the year. They've been playing great baseball for the last two months. Um, good starting rotation, good infield. Athletic I think Cardinals team, have, a very athletic team. Athletic team, but also, I mean, defensively a good team. I think yeah. that there's like, I think there's a lot of opportunity for St. Louis to do a little bit of an upset. So I think if I'm going to pick out. A crazy World Series. Crazy World Series. Don't think this is going to happen. Plus 5,000 betting odds. I'm going Toronto, St. Louis. Okay. Then my crazy World Series will be Philadelphia, Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. I'm gonna All right, do listen, it. Weigh in, listeners. Who do you think is the has got the best, uh, craziest situation? Uh, Brandon, this was a lot of fun. I forgot how much fun playoff baseball is to talk about on the podcast. Um, I also forgot how much fun it is to do Feast or Famine DeGrom of the Week and Feast Fan Questions. There's no upcoming schedule, Brandon. We've been talking there the upcoming schedule this down. entire It says it on the rundown, but we've been talking yeah, upcoming schedule talking this entire time. So there's no upcoming schedule, but Brandon, there is some upcoming ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org. Or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Oh, even when the playoffs are here, Brandon, it does not matter. We are still going to do our classic segments. And that includes Feast or Famine, which should have some music, but it does not yet. Feast, Brandon. I want to talk about this one because I brought it up myself and I'm going to get mad about the famine, so I might as well get happy about the feast. It was bring your dog to the park day. What was this? Three days ago? Two days ago? Tuesday? Monday? Uh, it was two days ago. Okay. All right. Um, Francisco Lindor goes yard, rips one over the left field fence, and we get one of my left field or right field? Right field. Right field. Uh, okay. All right. He goes oppo. Uh, wait. No. No. He's a switch hitter. He's a switch hitter. He was, he was yeah. facing a righty. Goes to right field. Yes, correct. Okay, all right, okay. Got that all mixed up. Doesn't matter. The thing I want to talk about is the dog that caught the home run ball and led to maybe my favorite tweet of the last month, which is Francisco Lindor goes yard, and then you got the dog holding the ball, looking cute as hell. How can you not like that, Brandon? How can you not be romantic about baseball, Brandon? I love it. I love the dog. Uh, It was a great dog, too. A classic Air Bud dog. Classic Air Bud dog, golden retriever, looking good, holding the ball. Yes, let's maybe that'll be a rally dog, rally dog, Mets. Let's do it. Let's bring that dog specifically to every that dog. Game. Yes, I like fuck, that. Fuck Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> we're we bringing gotta, in, we we're bringing in now. little Timmy, and he's a golden retriever. And now he's a dog. home run balls. I uh, have you ever brought a dog to a park before? No, have you? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. I've gone to bark at the park before, but I don't. Th- maybe I'm wrong. My parents will hear this and, and weigh in, but I, maybe I'm wrong. And we did bring a dog to the park or I wasn't there, but they brought the dog to the park and I got pictures. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. Um, right. Yeah. But I have not been, would they love brought to the go. dog instead of you to the game. Yeah. They made me stay at home when they took the dog to the game instead. Yeah. Um, dog ate more hot dogs than I would Brandon. You know what I mean? Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, did you see that thing that was going around Philadelphia where they were uh, talking about how many hot dogs, it was like dollar hot dog night. And it was how many hot dogs could you eat at one game? What do you think your max is? Oh, two dude. What? Hot dogs. Ugh, I'm not a hot dog guy. You're I'm not a, a you're guy not a dog ass. guy. Okay. All right. I'm not I could, a dog guy. So how many could you eat? I think I could go seven. I think seven's probably where I'm at. Straight up, like no (laughs) mustard or anything? I'd go I go condiments. I I want the Costco onion uh, thing. I want like the grinder raw onions on my on my hot dog. That's a no for me. You look sick to your stomach. (laughs) I don't I don't like hot dogs. Like I genuinely like like I'll eat one at a game once in a while. Yeah. Not even my preference for food at a game. But uh, and I only like them two ways. I like the uh, the Chicago style. Big fan of that. Wrigley Field. Love it. Or the classic New York mustard sauerkraut, 
That's it. That's great. That's a great dog. Um, I don't really get dogs at games anymore, though. We've we've talked about that. We like yeah. to go to the special they've, specialty food route. They've branched out. Yeah, there's better options. It costs better a little options. bit more, but there's better options. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to City Field for a playoff game, uh, they have released new food options. I saw. Yeah, so. interesting. Have yeah. you heard of the nine by nine by nine? Have I talked about this on the show already? I don't know. What is it? There's some weird baseball TikTok going around with the college kids where they eat nine hot dogs, drink nine beers, and nine innings of baseball. I would vomit by four. By I think, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not making it out of four. I can't imagine a, a contest that you are less qualified for than, oh. not, <laughs> than all of that. All of that Dude, carbonation, awful. all of those hot dogs. Yeah, you'd be you'd be bowing out in the third or fourth inning. And frankly, I probably would be doing the same. Um, Brandon, our famine of the week. This broke my heart. And honestly, a bad career choice. Miguel Rojas of the Miami Marlins was caught at Miami throwing a football with a Josh Allen jersey, the quarterback, the starting quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, a division rival for the Miami Dolphins. What are you doing, Mickey? Mickey has Mickey made the the okay, maybe I shouldn't say this because he has talked about maybe getting on our podcast. And I'm not saying this happened, Brandon, but the biggest fall of grace in one season from a fan base in recent memory. It's possible, but it's crazy because he also had an incredible defensive season. Yeah, one of Have the you best. Have seen def- like some of his like it's insane. Stats in there. It's insane. insane. He should win gold glove at shortstop. He won't, but he should. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bad luck, especially, I mean, you know, he might not, maybe someone just gifted it to him. We don't know the context of it. That's true. That's true. Let's cover our but, bases here. <laughs> but still, like, yeah, he should He should know that it's like that's their number one rival right now. Did you see uh, our boy Loud Marlins fan? Did you see what he did? What did he, he do? He went to the final game, game 162. And mm-hmm. gave uh, Don Mattingly a signed Loud Marlins fan hat on his behalf to thank him for his tenure at the Marlins. All right, moving on. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, Brandon. What do you mean? What's what's why? What, what Dude, you... when Luis when Luis Rojas got got fired from the Mets, I tried to get his address. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to sign all the NL Feast merch I got, and I'm going to send it to you, Louis. <laughs> uh, Brandon, why don't you hit us with our Dagramadoi? Drama of the week. Jeff McNeil, NL batting champ. Major League batting Major League. champ, technically. Best average in the majors, 326 average on the year. I feel like this was not going to happen. He was in like third. Goldschmidt and Freeman were ahead of him. Yeah. But uh, he persevered. Fr- Freddie uh, uh, Goldschmidt fell off a little bit. Freddie just lost to McNeil. Uh, Jacob Resnick, who does great, great work uh, for SNY on like Mets prospects, he said uh, some facts about McNeil. He didn't play high school ball until his senior year. He was a 12th round draft pick. Injuries limited him to 51 games in the minors from 2016 to 2017. Wild. He was passed over in the Rule 5 draft. He made his MLB debut at 26. And my man still won the batting title. Very impressive. Very impressive. He's gotten a little bit of shit on our podcast because of his squirrely look, his Peter Pettigrew mm-hmm. look. Um, but Brandon, the thing I took away from that is didn't start playing baseball till high school. We got a chance, baby. Come on. Let's go. Let's Billy Madison this. Let's, let's go back. <laughs> we've been playing softball. We got to be pretty Brandon, good, right? I'm editing this out. That is the best baseball movie idea we've had to date is the idea of Billy Madison your way through uh, through Little League Baseball all the way through high school. I love it. Let's do. Let's write that movie. Let's write that movie. This is the third baseball movie we said we write. We well, I know what we're yet. doing. If the Phillies and and uh, Mets get eliminated quickly, yeah, and the uh, yeah, honestly, if we lose all NL East teams, what are we doing, Brandon? We're going straight to the movie reviews. We're going straight to the TikTok and the Billy Madison baby. <laughs> um, all right, we got some feast fan questions, Brandon. 
Peter Pratt asks, who can bench the most? Who can bench press the most? Excuse me. Uh, jazz? What's jazz? Jazz. I don't jazz. know why it's okay. Yes? Uh, jazz. Jazz, Avisail <laughs> uh, Garcia, Sandy, or Garrett Cooper. This is easy for me. I think it's Garrett Cooper. Oh, I thought it was Avisail Garcia. No, baby. Didn't you see? He lost 20 pounds and none of that was muscle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, hey, this mean could be hiding under the fat. That's true. I'd say... Okay, I, I agree with you. I think Cooper, but I think Jazz could surprise some people. I also think I feel Sandy like could he's so lean, people. but I feel like he'd be like, yeah, I, I bench press 500 pounds. No problem. I don't know. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. Um, Sandy, I think, is also probably sneaky good because he's throwing yes, so hard and man. going so long. He's yep. a big guy. I bet he also has some yep. some surprise stuff. Spazzy asks, and and let's let's give a second shout out to Spazzy because he sent me some, uh, some bobbleheads that are I'm looking at. Fondly, you can't tell because I have the silly little background on my Zoom call, my Google Meet call, but I'm looking at Jazz and I'm looking at Trevor Rogers right now. Spazzy asks, will Sam be supporting the Mets since the Marlins season is totally over or is he done with baseball and fully committing to Dolphins and Magic? Now, I'm not fully done with baseball, Brandon. It's impossible for me to be fully done with baseball. Can't be. Even if even if all of the NL East teams were eliminated, even though that's <laughs> impossible, I'm still going to follow pay- playoff baseball. It's the most exciting it's the it's the most fun. It's nail biting. You're interested in every game, no matter who's playing. That being said, I'm not rooting for the Mets. Actually, you know what? I'm going to root for the Mets. I'll say I'll root for the Mets slightly because of uh, the good friends, including you in my life, who, who are you. Mets fans. You have a lot um, of big Mets fans in your life. Just uh, just remember what happened when I rooted for the Marlins this season. So uh, I'm not sure. If you and want when me you on... said the Mets were going to win the series yeah. against the Braves, you last want me week, on this bandwagon because but... I'm not sure you do, my friend. Not really. I was hoping you were going to say Padres. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Keep your keep your mind on baseball, but you know, Dolphins are are gonna have a, continue to have a good year. Magic, yes. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Magic at this point, I saw the highlights of this eighteen year old kid who's coming out of France, Victor Wembanyama. I think his name is. He looks like the best generational prospect since LeBron James, and so and I'm he's st- on the Magic this year. No, 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 no. He's he's a he's to be drafted. He was born four days too late for the Magic to draft him with their first overall pick this last draft. Wow. Um, he's gonna he's the most consensus number one overall pick going into the year I've ever seen. This guy's a freak. He's seven four, hitting like step back threes. So you're hoping that the Magic are have the number one pick. Tank one more year, Magic. What are we doing? Come on. Let's develop the young guys. Uh, Give them a lot of opportunity. And then let's get a a LeBron-level generational prospect on our team. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm just... I I think the Magic season is going to be me rooting for the development of a lot of cool young guys on our team. Lower expectations. The East is completely stacked this year. Um, And the Dolphins, from a betting perspective, are minus 320 to to make the playoffs, which is not a certainty, but it, it, it leaves a lot of confidence um, let's hit, let's help Tua gets his brain back together and is able to play some football in the foreseeable yeah. future. Um, prioritize health over sports, Brandon. We've always said that. We always um, say that. We've always said that. We never root for injuries, Brandon. Um, and then this is a fun thing. Now, a good friend of mine, uh, Jen, has been dying to have some contribution to the podcast for a long time now. And uh, she's given segment ideas, I think some of which we might have actually done on the podcast she sent me maybe 15 questions to ask. Now, we're going to we're gonna get one out of the way today. We're not going to waste these. These are great ideas. Um, so we're going to do number one. I'm going to pick. I'm not going to tell you what. I'm going to ask you, and you can answer. Okay. If you had a child, and they came out a, a rival, a fan of the rival team, would you bully your child? Well, so funny story in this. So I think when I was really young... I told my dad, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like the Yankees, like just to troll him, I think. Okay. Was probably the thinking. But uh, then I don't know that the 2099 Mets pulled me in. You and were I hooked. Was stu- 
and I was hooked from there. Uh, yeah, no, I would bully that child until <laughs> until he or she was a different uh, fan. Was a, a different a fan. Mets fan. Oh, that's interesting. I was gonna say I I think I'd have some playful jabbing, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to decide. But you raise a valid point that if you bully enough, they may just convert over to the team that you care about, and that's a win win yeah. situation. Bully your children. That's my <laughs> yeah. That's Brandon's, my PSA. Brandon's uh, parental advice for the for the listeners out there is bully your child until they do what you want them to do. Exactly. <laughs> um, I you know I I've seen these questions too, so I'll ask you one of them. Okay, please. Yeah, throw them back. We have enough. Okay. Um, Okay, uh, this is also funny. Jen said ML East yes. instead of NL yes. East, very which makes fun. me laugh. Yeah, very funny. Uh, so rank the ML East teams from worst fans to best fans. This is a dangerous question, Brandon. This is a dangerous Should question. Should we not do it? No, we have to do it. You've asked the question already. Okay. Now, I want to say before we get started here, we love all of the teams in this, in this division equally, and we love all of their fans equally. We are operating off of independent experiences and stereotypes alone. Not yes. a, th- that this is not an indictment on every fan of this team. Right. Number one, Philadelphia Phillies. Worst. Worst team. Worst team fans. Gotcha. Worst team fans. Yeah. Number two, New York Mets. The yeah, remember the Coke Brothers oh. guy I saw at the bathroom stall of the New York Mets game I went Think to Think of your year? friends. Are they Coke Brothers? <laughs> I said this wasn't an indictment on fans as a whole. This okay. Is, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. We're making generalizations here. Yeah. Number three, Braves fans. Mm-hmm. Number four, Marlins fans. Number five, Nationals fans. Yeah. Where do you Where do you side? That's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> although Although Braves fans, I've seen a lot of the trolling warranted yeah i've seen a lot of it uh we'll see we'll see how it goes but yeah, uh, yeah no i think that's pretty good that's a, that's <laughs> as good as it gets the nationals fans i haven't really had any negative experiences with and i don't know if it's because we're doing this podcast post 2019 where they were right bordering on irrelevancy into we've had great guests on that have been national fans have been nice and respectful i mean and we've had great phillies guests we've had great we've had great mets guests like there's this is an indictment on on a specific fan this is just if you're making generalizations and stereotypes something i don't i don't like to do but if gun to my head it goes phillies mets braves marlins nationals now okay, i th- uh where can i say uh i was going to say miami fans can can suck a lot of the times. The thing is that the Marlins aren't regularly competitive enough for the fans to start sucking. Now, if the Marlins got hot for five years, I bet we get obnoxious fast and and skyrocket up to number three, pushing the Braves down to number four. But yeah, I just don't see that happening anytime soon, and so I'm going to keep them at number four. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully I'll get some get some more. Uh... We'll get some love back on this one. I want to answer this one. We could then we could wrap it from there. Okay. okay. Uh, which is rank the ML, ML East teams famously ML. from uh, best city to worst. This so is a great we'll, question. We'll piss off some, but hopefully we'll redeem other ones. Best city to worst. You want me to go first? Be- uh, yes, you can go okay. first. Okay. Number one, New York City, baby. Come Has on. to be. Come yeah, on. it's best. Queens yeah. is also a phenomenally underrated borough. If you you and I are are, are uh, amateur foodies, I'd say we love the food yeah. culture in, in any city that we visit. Queens probably has the best food in all of New York City, especially if yes, you're approaching it from a diversity and a value perspective. There is just so much phenomenal food in Queens. I don't go there nearly enough. I really only explore before I go to Mets games, and I've I've been handful of times. 
always left wanting more. I've had Tibetan food there. I've had Mexican food there. I've had Thai food there. I've had any cuisine you want is available in Queens. And, and it's kind of the most quintessential New York City in that way because of how diverse it is and because of how representative it is. So many different cultures. It's a really great part of a uh, part of the city. Number two. I'm 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 divided here. I can't decide between Miami and Atlanta. Um, oh wow! Okay, Atlanta is an underrated city. I think Atlanta is a phenomenal city. Um, there's a lot of interesting cultural uh, contributions that Atlanta has made outside of the TV and film industry that has like moved its way into Atlanta in the last two decades and kind of like uh, made it Hollywood 2.0. Um, I I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Miami here as number two. Uh, it's, it's homegrown bias. We both grew up in Florida, Miami. I mean, I could, I watched, a uh, you, you know, John Gabris, the comedian. Yeah. Him and Adam Pally, Pally, excuse me, did a, uh, yes. The yeah. 101 places to party before you die travel show. And they went to both Atlanta and Miami and Miami was, it made me want to go back to Florida so badly. The food looked phenomenal. The, the environment looked phenomenal. You got beaches. Now, there is a subculture of Miami that absolutely sucks, but I think you can say that about pretty much any major city. Yeah. Like, there's shitty New Yorkers. We were just talking about them as the Mets fans. There's shitty uh, you got dudes the Coke in brothers in New York. got the Coke brothers, you got the in, Coke brothers in, in, Miami. in Miami, too. Absolutely. Um, but if you go for, like, the... the What's the word I'm, I'm, I'm looking for? The... Uh, uh, I'm I'm blanking on the word that I'm I'm, I'm looking for, and I, I don't have the editing prowess to let myself think for five minutes. But um, the authenticity, there we go. The authentic. If you go to the authentic part of Miami, it's a really really fun part of a uh, part of the country. Yeah. Uh, so then Atlanta's number three. It feels so weird because these are all great cities. So then you're between DC and Philly. So in my opinion, it's Philly's third, Atlanta's fourth for me. Okay, okay, okay. I. Uh, I can see that. Philly is also really a lot of fun. Great I, food city also. Great food city. Um, great fun, history. Yeah, great history. Yeah, it also has the... the Liberty fun, Bell. Yes. The Devil Liberty Horns. Bell, Devil Horns. Uh, the fun part about those uh, Northeastern American cities, too, is it's the closest you get to feeling like you're in a historic city that you get yeah. to in America, um, or European, vaguely European cities, if you're in the, the heart of the, the area. Um DC, I think, is going to push out Philly for me. And the only reason why wow. I say that okay. um, is that I think DC... I haven't been to DC. I've actually spent more time in DC, I guess, than in Philly. Um, I, I'm a museum guy. And the, the, DC right. museums, or the DC museum scene is so great. Uh, and it's all free. Uh, I think that's really great. And I, I this is also just personal bias. I went on a really great family vacation there within the last six or seven years and had a phenomenal time. Went to a blues club, saw some live blues music, went to a bunch of museums, walked around, had some great food, um, took a train, Brandon, took an overnight train there. Really cool. Um, okay. yeah. That being said, this is no slight on Philadelphia. I am more than happy to go to Philadelphia any day. It's, this is just a wow, really you, hard question. You, the Philly fans are not going to be happy. Yeah, with I you said they're the worst one. sports fans in the worst city out of, out, of <laughs> the, out of all of the National League. You're going East. to you're going to the stadium jail, my friend. Yeah, I'm getting hit by batteries the next time I immediately yeah. walk into Philadelphia. What about you? So your your list. Repeat your list. My list for the best cities is New York, Miami, Philly, Atlanta, DC. But DC, I have to say, I have not been there in years. I all all I know of it is also museums yeah. and monuments and that's it. Yeah. Which is very cool and it's a very unique city in that regard, but I don't know enough, so I'm putting it there, but it's also a neutral five. Oh, it's hard because Philly has also had a famously great music scene. A lot of good music has come out of yeah. the Philadelphia area. Specifically like the pop punk emo bullshit that I grew up loving. Yeah. Um, and 
And also Hall and Oates. And also Hall and Oates, the Wonder Years. Brandon, are you a big Wonder Years guy? I don't, I know you. I know you've talked about that. Okay, you've heard that. of them. I'll take what yes. I can get. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Um, Brandon, we're arriving towards the end of the show. Playoffs are right on the are, are on the we're on the precipice of playoffs. I'm excited. I can't wait. Tell the people where they can find you if they want to hear about your uh, Just think, your one week team. from now, we could only have one NL East team remaining in the Braves. At least we'll have one. At least we'll At have we'll one. Guarantee, uh, yes, we'll guarantee to yes. have one by the time we record Also, there's a week. note here that we might not be able to record next week. Is that true? What? It says. Am I crazy? It says, oh, explain we won't have it's an old. episode. Okay. I saw that and was like, I don't know why we're not having don't an Ron episode Don't Ron Burgundy this, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, you can vo- you can follow me at Brando Grosso. Hey, you know what? Maybe if the Mets make it far, maybe I'll do a little uh, I'll do a little live tweet session. Let's go. Okay, can you guarantee that if the Mets make it to the the NLDS, you'll do some live uh, tweeting? Yeah, if they okay. if they play the Dodgers, I will hundred percent. Okay, do it. let's go. Um, follow me at NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the show at NL Feast Pod on Twitter. Shoot us an email NL Feast Pod at gmail dot com. Um, Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Any five-star review that is not offensive and shitty, we will read on the show. Brandon, I'm excited. We're here. Playoff baseball is around the corner. Anything else before we get out of here? Hey, congrats on a great regular season. It was a pleasure. Hey, great job. Second one in the books. I know. This is insane. Two full years. Only 60 more to go, Brandon. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, when, uh, we'll end it when the Mets and Marlins both separately have World Series I championships. Think that's phenomenal. I'll see you when I'm dead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be recording right. in the nursing home. All right, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.